Now, Bold Nonsense presents Drinking in the Draft with Disney and the Captain. Ta 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 ta. I love you, man. That's, you can't do any better than that. I seen your picture. Your name and lots above it. This is your big Everybody, welcome into the sixth episode of Drinking in the Draft. That is Bold Nonsense presents Drinking in the Draft. This is your podcast for the everything you need to know and probably more than you need to know about the 2020 NFL Draft. I am Disney. I'm here with the captain. Ahoy! And we're ready just, just to keep it going. We have covered... Everything from corners, no, I mean quarterbacks is what I meant to say. <laughs> we did quarterbacks. We did tackles. What else have we done? Yeah, tackles. We did running backs. D line, running backs, linebackers, safeties. Yeah. So we've covered most of the defense. Yeah. And we're getting through a good amount of the offense today because today we are going to cover the interior offensive lineman that is guard center guard respectively um and then the big class receivers yeah the deepest of classes Mm -hmm. and the potentially the deepest class i've seen in what 10 years i don't know I don't know of one that's deeper. Yeah, like, in just terms of, yeah, depth of class. The 20th receiver taken could be a potential starter. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't... I don't think it's the best class of receiver we've seen in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. But it might be the deepest receiver class ever. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of people to get into. Like Captain said, uh... Just every, everywhere you go. I mean, we didn't... It's kind of nice because I watched 11 receivers. You watched 12 receivers. We didn't watch a bad one. <laughs> no. Because yeah. they're so, <laughs> so deep that you can't watch a bad one. Uh, and But we'll start with interior offensive linemen. I won't say we'll get them out of the way, but we'll start with them and go through them pretty quickly. Uh, and just as a... Uh, reminder, when we do our positional breakdowns, this is what we cover. We are going to cover the rankings, so that's our personal rankings, the players' strength and weaknesses, round placements, and I'll review that just for new listeners, the round placements, uh, maybe potential scheme fits or team fits, if it come, if it pops into our heads, and then... Um, A reminder, I'm not doing comps because I will write these players up so you can see that, medium.com. Just search my name, Connor Walsh. Um, You can find, once I put those out, it'll be closer to the draft, even though we're, what, a month away? Even less? Yeah, less than a month. Less than a month by a couple days, so. Yeah. Pretty much a month. A month-ish away, that'll come out. Those start coming out a week and a half to a week before the draft. So look for it then. Comps? Yeah, I did comps for receivers. I did not do comps for interior alignment. You can't. Yeah. 
They're they're blocking their guys yeah. the and way they're supposed to. And it's so <laughs> scheme dependent yeah. that it doesn't Yeah. You can't comp a guy. Um, okay, but here we go. For round placements, your reminder, this is how we do it. Seventh rounders are priority free agents or flyer picks. Fifth and sixth rounders are roster players. Um, people who are going to fight towards the end, maybe practice squad guys. Fourth rounders are backups and potential contributors. Third rounders are your contributors. So they'll be on the field. You'll see them. they not starters, though. Um, second rounders, we split into late second rounders, which are your potential starters, and early second rounders, which are your starters. Then first rounders. Late first, that's a good starter. Mid first, superstar ability. So there's a difference between ability and early first, which is immediate superstar. So guys that are automatically going to be superstars and guys who have superstar ability. And this is what, so when we say, I think he's a third rounder. It's not he's getting drafted in the third round. We did that last week uh, a little bit for mock drafts where we discussed that more. Um, so you can go listen to that. But that's how we determine our rounds. And let's get into it. All right. Interior offensive lineman. Now that everybody's caught up and ready to go. So let's talk about it. The classes in general is uh, pretty okay. Like it's, they're, they're all pretty similarly... Uh, okay. They're, yeah, they're, they're all about level at... They will be good starters in the league. And none of them are Quentin Nelson, but none of them are getting booted out of the league next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, none of them are Quentin Nelson. None of them are... Travis Frederick. Yeah, there's no Travis Fredericks in here. Yeah. Um, there's yeah, there's no Yondas. There's yeah. no there's none of those guys. But there's also no like I can't even think of an O lineman that's kicked out of the league late. Or well, not. I wouldn't even say there's even like Eric Flowers in here. Yeah. Where it's like I was taken high at left tackle. Yeah. Couldn't get it done at that position. Had to move in to guard. Um, and now I've got a. I'm doing okay in the league. Yeah, yeah, now I'm okay. There's probably really not much of that. Um, yeah, like you said, it's all kind of like above that where yeah, you know they might move and they'll be good. Yeah, and probably fight for starting spots the whole time, if not just kind of have one and secure it. Yeah, but like guys you're not gonna hear of. Yeah, for, for sure. most likely. Yeah. So um, my number one is Cesar Ruiz. Uh, from Michigan, uh, mm-hmm. the center. Um, I have him as a late first. I think he'll be he'll be a good starter in the league. Um, really, for all these guys, it depends on where they go, whether or not they're going to be starters. Um, That's the scheme fit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then Lloyd C- uh, Cushenberry from LSU, uh, Shane Lemieux from Oregon. I think they they are both uh, early second rounders uh, for me. I think they'll which is what a good starter or potential starter. Yeah, but potential starter is uh, in the late two. Yeah, so early second a they'll, starter. They'll, yeah, they'll be they'll be starters in the league. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tyler uh, Biadish, 
I have him with a late second uh, potential starter um, from Wisconsin. And uh, to round it out, Solomon Kindley from Georgia. Uh, I think he's a third rounder. I think he'll be fighting. He'll be a backup, like fighting for a for a starting job. Okay. Um, so Sheen Lemieux is somebody I got to see a good amount just watching him, you know, watching Oregon. Yeah. And power guy uh, can get it done in the past game, but he's going to need like somebody around him. Um, f- for me. I, I did I watched six guys. So Matt Hennessy from Temple's a center. He's my sixth. Then Nate Moody, uh, or sorry, Nathan Moody. Um, he's from Fresno State. He's a he's a pure power guard. Mm-hmm. I've got him at five, and and that's a guy. If he goes to the right spot, he'll be a quality guy for a mm-hmm. while. You're not going to hear his name, you know, yeah. but he'll be a quality guy. Uh, even if he was to like develop into a Pro Bowl guy, it's not one of the Pro Bowl guys you care about. Right. He's just there. Um, and then at, what is it, four, at four, I have Robert Hunt from Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, he's a right tackle, but he's probably going like, to bump into guard. We had a lot of those last year. Yeah, projected to kick in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he could do both, mm-hmm. but I think he'd be a better guard. He so he just kind of lunges at people. Like, he wants to hit people, wants to yeah. send messages. He doesn't necessarily move as well and lock and drive. He's more of a pop you and then try and finish you after that, yeah. like a mauler. Um, I think the my top three guys were the guys I was, I was most interested in. Um, but just to round out Robert Hunt, I my note on him was probably a guard, chaotic plunderer. <laughs> that's kind of what he that's what he does. Now, but my top three guys they were the most I don't know fun to watch for me and and the Wisconsin guy Beadish, he was interesting. I was a lot higher on him um, than you were. Mm-hmm. I had him at at three still because you know you watch for what he is. Yeah, I have him at four. So yeah, yeah. But I had him as early second, so a starter. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be a starter. I said not likely, but potentially mid first because what I'm envisioning mid first would be superstar ability, and what yeah. I'm envisioning it's not likely, but is a guy who maybe bumps into guard. And I kept thinking Zach Martin. Okay. Zach Martin. Zach Martin went to from tackle to guard mm-hmm. and then just blew up. Yeah. Because he had good movement. He was powerful, but he had these like light feet of a tackle. Yeah, I like it. And Beatrice thinks somebody that could do that. Um, he was a, won the award for top center this past year. Uh, but somebody that could do that. And then I have to say this because I spent a lot of time um, writing it down. Uh, there was a play against Iowa from Biadish. If you want to go see it, it's against Iowa. It's at the 221 minute mark. And it was everything. I also have a Wisconsin man note for him because mm-hmm. he is. Went to Wisconsin and it was everything that you would expect from Wisconsin. It was perfect, like fundamentals, and that's what I think he can build on. It was. So, this is what I wrote down. It was a great fire-off to a good good initial pop on a one technique. Mm-hmm. So, it's a good initial pop, and then you can you watch him. And this is the interesting thing. This is why I wrote it down. 
because you can actually see him do every single part. It's not like you're like, oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Like, you can watch him realize every piece yeah. that an O-line coach... Like, if you're an O-line coach, go watch this and then break it down and like, show your your players right. every piece. Because he goes to initial pop, then he feels the leverage and, and explo has an explosive hip flip to seal off from the run, you know, from the run play. And then once he gets into the position, so now he's sealed, he's in the right spot, he just drops like into perfect blocking <laughs> position where he, it's te the technique is perfect. His hips drop low, his shoulders and head are back. He benches the arms, but it, it, like a little foot flare, but he can still move. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I watched it. It was just like, hot damn. <laughs> this is everything you want to see. Um, and then the interesting note with, I, I have the same as you. Ruiz is number one, mm -hmm. and, and Cushionberry is number two. Um, and my interesting note on them, I didn't think Ruiz's scheme at Michigan fit him very well. I think okay. he'd be better a better pro than he was a college player. Um, and then this is a generalized note, but each of these two fits half of the league perfectly. Cushionberry is going to fit the zone scheme part of the league perfectly. Atlanta, the yeah. Vikings, the Chargers, mm -hmm. like those guys, they're, he's exactly what you want. Right. Ruiz is everyone else. Right. The Cowboys, the more gap scheme, power scheme, like that, those kind of guys, like that's who he fits. Yeah, for and sure. He can do a little bit more. Ruiz is a little bit more versatile, but like, yeah. generalized. They that's what you're looking for for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. I thought those three were interesting. Yeah, and then yeah, you can throw Lemieux in there. Yeah, I love it. The rest of them. No, thanks. Yeah Okay, so that is our interior offensive line talk. It's Generalized and then I I had a couple notes that I needed to get through with the interior offensive line um, because as we see interior defensive linemen become more important these guys are going to become more important. For sure. Um, but to what everybody loves and, you know, important in today's NFL, wide receivers. Yeah. What we're going to do, you watched 12, I watched 11. We're going to go, um, like, three, in threes. Yeah. And we'll start from the bottom. We'll work our way up. Start from the bottom? All right. Yeah. Let's do it. So at 12... Okay. I have Jalen Rieger from TCU. Okay. Uh, I have him as an early third round guy. Um, I think he'll be a guy that contributes a little bit. Um, Your third I, or fourth? Yeah. Receiver? Yeah. 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 Uh, he's, real, he's real fast and a real good with the ball in his hands, like run after catch yeah. kind of guy. Uh, he has some drops that I don't love. Nah, he's not a great blocker, but... Matters. Not a, not a lot of receivers are. Uh, yeah, but if you're the third or fourth, sure, yeah. you want to be a good blocker. And then a comp, Santonio Holmes. Wow, okay. For like, again, my comps are pretty like ceiling based. I'm not going to go with a floor guy that no one's heard of. Yeah. Um, 11, I have Chase Claypool. Uh, okay. Because uh, I didn't want to be too much of a homer, and also I was going purely based off of what I watched during the season and didn't watch any film on him. Okay. Uh, so, 
comp, I have a better Miles Boykin. <laughs> Shots at a teammate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have him as a late second guy. Um, so potential starter. Potential, yeah, potential starter. starter. Uh, oh. He's got good size and strength, like functional strength, and with like with the ball. Um, not great. Not great at separating or with change of direction. Um, mm. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. And ten, I have Lavisca Chenault from Colorado. Okay. Uh, late second again. Uh, he's a good run after the catch guy with good acceleration. Um, not great with the whole route tree. Not great with the horizontal routes. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I've got a comp of Sammy Watkins. I feel like he played a lot like Sammy Watkins. Okay, so. Here's how. Here's how we'll do it. You just do eleven and ten, or what? Uh, I think I might just speak on the guys that you brought up. Okay. And then we'll go from there. Yeah. Okay. So, I will start with Chase Claypool, who you had at eleven. I've got him at one, two, one, five, six, seven. I've got him at eight. Okay. So a little higher. Um, Chase Claypool. I had as a mid one, he's got superstar ability. That yeah. doesn't mean he's going to be a superstar. It means yeah. he's got that ability. Right. When you're 6'4, 240, and ran a 4.42, yeah. and jumped 40 and a half inches, you've got superstar ability, my friend. For sure. Um, you're right. He's not, he's faster than he is quick, mm-hmm. and, but he's got pretty good hands. He, Contests for catches well, like he yeah. competes. Um, I think a lot of the issues that he ran into were not his. They were Notre Dame's stupid offense. And we know this as because well, we watched Notre Dame. Yes. You disagree? No. Uh, I completely agree uh, because we discussed it throughout the season yeah. pretty much every Saturday. Yeah, so I think... A guy who high points the ball like that, runs that fast, I think he'll get better in his releases, Mm -hmm. like learn to use his physicality a little bit more. I think he'll just kind of unlock himself. And I think, I don't know, he's ascending. Oh, for sure. So I had him at at eight, um, but more likely an early two. I think he'll be a starter. Yeah. Like, I, I think he'll end up being somebody's number two receiver. Okay. As people... Older receivers file out. Right, yeah. Um, and then you talked about LaVisca Chenault. Mm-hmm. That was your 10? Yeah. I had him at 9. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, spot out LaVisca Chenault. Uh, somebody I've heard a bunch about and then watched him and went, really? Yeah. Late 2 for me, potential starter. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. He's like a physical guy. He's... Sneaky fast, where he doesn't look like he's moving that fast, but he's, you know, he, he does. Quick, but his hands are okay. Yeah. Um, he's, it, I didn't like his route running very much. It just seemed like yeah. he was going, like, somewhere. And honestly, the note I ran, I, I had was his timing was not good. I mean, have, it, it seemed like, and, and you're going to, I have the same note, but it seemed like quarterbacks were looking at him like, what are you doing? Hmm. What are you doing? I don't yeah. know. 
that that's just kind of what it seemed like to me. Um, but he does have playmaker ability. Yeah. Liked him with the ball. Yeah. But before. That's yeah, I wasn't talking. super impressed either. Yeah. But he was the guy I watched. But he'll be in the league. Yeah, for sure. That that's for sure. Um, it might be a Sammy Watkins thing where he goes to a team and it does not work out, and then he goes to another team and it doesn't work out, and then he goes to another team and it works out fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he very much. He could be that. Yeah. A lot. I was actually thinking of Brashard Perryman. Yeah. The top of my head. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, but yeah, Lavisca Chenault. A little bit more down on him, but he's got upside. Yeah. Okay, so nine through six. Nine, nine, eight, and seven. seven. Nine, eight, and seven. Gotcha. All right, so at nine, I have Denzel Mims from Baylor. Okay. I have him with a late second as well. Um, he's got a really good catch radius and ball skills. Uh, I like that about him. Uh, doesn't run great routes, uh, and he doesn't have great quickness. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I have him... Comp with Kenny Galladay on the Lions. He's kind of a bigger guy who's like a like a. He'll go up and get the ball. Yeah. Anywhere you throw it, it's just he's not gonna run a whole lot of routes. Yeah. I'm alright with that. Yeah. Um, I, we can go guy by guy. Uh, I have I had Denzel Mims at let's see, you remember this? I gotta figure this out. I gotta figure out a better way to do this. <laughs> Uh, 11, 10, 9, 8. I had him at 7. Okay. So, I actually, I enjoyed watching him. Mm-hmm. He's he's pretty fun to watch. I have him as a late second to a third, um, which is, you know, potential starter. And I yeah. think he ends up, like, he, he's like somebody's third receiver, yeah. probably. Not fourth, third. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even a second. I just thought his, his length, his size... I mean, he's 6'3", 207. He ran a 4'3", 840. And he actually, with the, his, how long his arms are, he benched 16 reps yeah. at 225. So it's pretty. he's pretty good. He's a really good athlete. And the thing I loved about him is he blocks his ass off. Mm-hmm. Like, he actually will lock, yeah. like, grip, lock grip and bullies people, which is something... That you don't see that often, like you just said. Receivers usually aren't that good at blockers. He is. Yeah. Um, effort plays. Uh, decent releases for. Mm-hmm. I, I I expect to. So you see him, and he's really long, mm-hmm. and and he's tall. You so you don't really expect that much in terms of releases and all this stuff. But moved pretty flu- fluidly and went and contested for catches. As a deep threat guy, but yeah. can to do both, and I like the Kenny Galladay. That's that's really good, and I think he could definitely get there. Yeah, he also couldn't. Yeah, exactly. Could, could not, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think he could get to Kenny Galladay. I like that a lot. Um, but I had him at seven. I think I just see upside there. Yeah, yeah, and we have we have the same grade, grade round grade. Yeah, um, I just like guys more than him. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then eight, I have Michael Pittman from USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave him another late second. Um, he's got really good hands and like amazing size and body for for a receiver. Yeah. Um, not super fast. Doesn't have great releases. Um, and a comp is a uh, Kansas City Chief great Dwayne Bow. <laughs> 
Dwayne Bell, that's an yeah. extreme He's not one. super yeah. fast. He's got a good size and uses it to, to make contested catches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I've got him at six. Um, I have a note here that it's just, like, professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what he is. He's, like you say, he's big, he's really physical, and he has great hands. Yeah. Like, they hit his hands, and he's got it. Uh, I thought he high-pointed balls well. Like, he's kind of sneaky fast where he doesn't really look all that athletic. Mm-hmm. But he tends to get by people. I, yeah. And he ran ran a four five two, which doesn't blow you away. But he's a big not, body not, receiver. Not yeah. to give it away, but Jerry Judy and C D Lamb both ran the same thing. Yeah. So he's running the same. So I couldn't be like, ah, oh, kind of slow. That's what these guys run. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think he's sneaky fast. He uses his his hands really well to get people out. Like he doesn't, and his, he uses his body well. Yeah. It not only shields guys, but he creates space with his body. Just a slight shoulder turn. Like he's got the intricacies of receiver and being like, not this tiny jitterbug guy. He's got that down. So, um, yeah, I like Dwayne, but he's going to be, he's going to be somebody who teams don't want to lose. No. Like, he'll end up making more money than people think he will. Yeah. Because he'll be, he'll, like, locker room guy. Right. Set a tone. He'll catch be... A, he'll just a lot of red zone balls. Yeah, he'll just be that dude. And yeah. people are going to be like, whoa, he's getting this contract in a couple years. And you're like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's what they do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, seven. I'm going to go with KJ Hamler from Penn State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a mid-second guy. Um, so either a potential starter or a starter, um, not sure which, uh, he's, he's fast. Uh, he's really, he's a playmaker with the ball in his hands. Um, he's got, he runs really like crisp, good routes. He's not very big. Uh, that's (laughs) the understatement. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so I have him comp with DD Westbrook. Who's also really? who's also not very big, pretty fast, and runs good routes. Okay, I have Hamler at eleven. Okay, uh, he's five nine one seventy eight. I he yes he's fast. I don't think he's as fast as he says he is. He said he ran a four two something. Yeah, did not see that on the field. No. Um, I didn't love his hands. Mm-hmm. Everything's kind of that cradle catch against your chest. Yeah. Which isn't great. Um, I thought he was pretty limited to just being a speed guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a, a lot of upside in the underneath. So yeah. I, he's he's fat. He's fast. I'm not saying he's, you know, a 4-5 and he says he's a 4-2. He's probably right. in the mid-4-3s. Right. Um, but I don't think he uses it all that well. Okay. Um, I like to see guys not just be a speed guy. If you're a speed guy, be able to use that in your hitch routes. Mm-hmm. Be able to use that. Tyreek Hill. It, yeah, yeah. Tyreek Hill's learned really well how to do that. He Everyone's afraid of how fast he is, so he pretends like he's going to be fast, and then he throttles it down before you can. Yeah. And that's why he's always wide open. And he does the same thing with his, with his out routes. And I didn't see that for Hamler. And as just a redshirt sophomore, 
I think there's some, he's got a lot of learning to -hmm. do and, um, he can, I mean, there's definitely upside there, but he's got to get a lot stronger. Yeah. He's got to run, he's got to run more routes better. And for me, like using that speed, um, but I can see what teams would fall in love with him. For sure. Yeah. Especially with, like you say, Tyreek Hill being in the league. Yeah. I can't disagree with what you're saying. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's nine through seven. You want me to right. go on to six, uh, five, and four? Uh, yeah. All right. So six, I have T. Higgins from Clemson. Okay. Uh, I have him with an early second round grade. Uh, so I think he'll be a starter for somebody. Um, maybe like a two, maybe a three for a team that that is uh, uses a lot of three receivers. Uh, strengths, he's real good at tracking the ball in the air. He's got yeah. really good ball skills. Um, yes, uh, one thing that he doesn't do all that well, with the ball in his hands, he's not a real playmaker. He's kind of just like, he catches the ball, and then he gets tackled. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's not going to have a lot of yards after catch. Yeah, he's um, a possession guy. Yeah, he's a possession receiver, which is why I gave him the comp of Devontae Parker uh, in Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tracks the ball real well, makes a lot of uh, like contested catches, but he's not he's he's a possession guy. Yeah, T Higgins is an interesting one. I don't I have him at five, so yeah. right right by you. I have him as a mid first to a second. Okay. Um, so superstar ability yeah. to a a starter. Yeah. So anywhere within that range, I think. Right. Um. Yeah, pretty much everything you said, uh, but he was one. You keep hearing his name, mm-hmm. but it's like everybody's hesitant to say they love him. Yeah. So I was kind of down. It's weird. And then I watched him, and I was like, "Love this guy." Yeah. <laughs> like he's his he, for how long he is. Like we talked about Denzel Mims being long. T Higgins makes him look not long. Yeah. <laughs> like T Higgins is very long. He's six uh, four, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Um, one of my knocks on him is very slight. He's gonna have to put on. He's gonna get to get. He's gonna have to get big mm-hmm. um, compared to what he is now. Um, but I, yeah, I liked his his speed. Uh, like you said, um, he gets his hands. He high points the ball. He goes like competes for it. Um, I think he'll get strength with more strength. He'll get actually better at that. Yeah, uh, like this just the way. When he went up for the ball, his body moved pretty easy. Yeah, he's not the quickest guy. You wouldn't expect it, but he's not not quick. Yeah, he I feel like he uses his body pretty well. Um, he's, he competes for it. Um, yeah, one of the, the the things about the thing about him is all of the things that he's not great at, he's still above average at. Yeah, so he's still a. A very good receiver. Yeah, I've got good football player is yeah. one of the notes I wrote down. Like he, there are things you can nitpick, but at the end of the day, he gets it done for sure because he's a good football player. Yeah, like he, yeah, his releases he's, need to get better. He's a real Clemson dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I, I like I like T a lot. I mean, yeah. I think he can be. He'll be somebody's two, and I, when I was watching him, I was like, if this guy gets a couple off-seasons mm-hmm. of strong weight room, there's no reason he can't be Michael Thomas. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
It's just what I saw when I was looking at him. Definitely. All right, so uh, I'll move on to five. I have Justin Jefferson from LSU. Uh, I have him with another early second, same as T. Higgins. Um, he also it's pretty much the same as T. Higgins. Uh, he he has good tracking, uh, good ball skills. Uh, he's not he doesn't have great releases, um, but he's I think he's fast enough that he he's he's a very good receiver. Uh, and his comp is Tyler Boyd with the Bengals. I don't know. I see Tyler Boyd when I watch him play football. Yeah, no, I'm, that I can see that. I have Justin Jefferson at four. Um, I have him as late first, so he's gonna be a good starter in my mind yeah. for a long time. Uh, he was one of my favorites to watch. Um, you want to talk about people, receivers who don't block? He's not one of nope. them. He <laughs> blocks very well. Yeah. One of my favorite notes. Uh, he was actually against Texas. He was used as the lead blocker. In an option play for LSU, he was when you, they do lead option. He was the lead part. I, I watched it and was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> they just used it, and that was in the red zone. So like, oh wow, they knew he was gonna have to throw one, and they trusted him to do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was impressive to me. But then just as a receiver, like, he's quick in the underneath. He is I his dead foot. He is shifty. He's he uses dead foot in which is, I don't know if people know the dead foot term. It's basically like you're running one it's a juke move but yeah. with a real hard step to it. He uses it in his underneath routes a lot and it creates extra separation. Um I think he's he's somebody who's smart. He's got good hands. He's tough across the middle. Um, who's your comp for him? Tyler Boyd? Yeah. Yeah, I like the Tyler Boyd one. Tyler Boyd seems a little bit more downfield guy than to me. I think he can okay. he, he'll be Tyler Boyd but better at going across the middle. Mm-hmm. Um Stefan Diggs. Yeah. He's been matched with before. I've heard that and I like that. Diggs will go across the middle, he can make plays on the outside. I think that's Jefferson. For sure. Um and his his competitiveness. Yeah. Is good there. But yeah, he's got to get. Don't know how what his, his top game speed is if he ran a 4 4 3 at the, at the combine, but. It's not bad. No, it's not bad, <laughs> but I, I didn't. I don't know if I saw 4 4 on the field. To the field. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, separation, his releases against press. That's most of these receivers in college, though. Yeah. It's like. Everyone has to, these days. Everyone has to get better against press coverage when they get to the NFL. Yeah, and I think he can do that. But those are going to be the things he has issues with. Yeah, um, but yeah, four for me. All right. Well, here's my four: Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. Okay. Uh, I have him with a early second as well. Uh, he's real explosive with the ball. Uh, yeah. Dude can make plays. Uh, and he's not great against press coverage like we were just talking about. He's another guy who's not good against press coverage. Yeah. Um, does not get off very well. Uh, but a comp, Cordero Patterson. Another dude who, when, if once he has the ball, he's going to make plays with it. Yeah. I have Brandon Ayuk at 10. Yeah. Uh, late second. So potential starter for me. Um, I like your said he yeah when he gets the ball he's great. 
don't know if it's going to be that easy for him to get the ball. Right. At this point, um, some of the, uh, I mean, that sounds like I'm down on him. He's still, again, remember that this is all general, like relative to this great receiving class. Yeah, you're, like, you're keep that in mind when we're talking. Yeah, your round grade is one lower. That like I have him as an early second, you have him as a late second. So it's not like yeah, it's miles away. Yeah, and just that's a different. I meant more like the ranking. You yeah, know, you have yeah. like four. I'm at ten. Yeah, and that's but it's relative. You know, like all these guys are so close. I think except for at the top. Yeah. Um. We can, we'll talk about that a little later, but yeah, Brandon Ayuk, he he's really good at challenging DBs and, and running his routes off of them. Um, he's competitive. He goes and fights for the ball. He's got real good speed and space. Um, easy hands. Um, I didn't I didn't think he was his route running really. It's just the route running. Like I have a note here. He's not explosive explosive in and out of his breaks mm-hmm. he's explosive but not in and out of his breaks because mm-hmm. he just doesn't seem to know how to do it yeah like i also have a note speed doesn't translate to routes mm-hmm. until late mm-hmm. so at the beginning he's trying to figure out how i'm going to run this route then once he does it's like boom yeah. see you later yeah because he's he's got the athleticism but he doesn't know how to run in the in terms he might like, be thinking too much while he's running the route yeah well it's yeah. like he his releases there's way too much stutter stepping and like trying to juke people. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't just do one and then go. It's like four and then go. Right. Like I have a note. He needs to be more deliberate because there are times where like they're in the red zone. He's just running a slant from the outside. That's mm-hmm. easy. That's an easy touchdown. That's easy money. Right. And he scores a touchdown, but he does so many shakes. Like you go back and watch, and the quarterbacks. He's got pressure, and he's just waiting for him. They're right. like, just go! Yeah. Like, you could, like, in his eyes, he's like, go, go. What are you doing? Yeah. And then eventually, he goes and he throws it. It's a touchdown. Yeah. But another half, uh, another quarter of a second, yeah. and it's a sack and not a touchdown. Yeah. And so, those are those are kind of my issues where I'm like, you need to, you need to learn the game. Yeah. A little bit more. Yeah. But That's fair. Very good athlete. And a returner, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, so that's four. Okay, so we're in our top three now? Up to the top three. Okay, let's do it. Do you want to just take a guess? Or, okay. I'm nope. going to say <laughs> that it's going to be Ruggs. Two Bama guys and two also Bama, an Oklahoma receiver. Uh, three, I have Henry Ruggs. Okay. From Alabama. As do I. In case you weren't, weren't uh, if you didn't know who Henry Ruggs was. Uh, I have him with a mid first round superstar Super ability. Da- superstar ability. Okay, that that was. I have him as a late first. Okay. This isn't. Yeah, that I debated it though. Yeah. I don't know. I said uh, mid first because I think a good comp is Deshaun Jackson. Yes. Uh, he's comp. real athletic. He's real fast, and he's real good with the ball in his hands. He's not very physical. <laughs> He's not going to, like, he doesn't have the body to be physical. He's, yeah. he's not all I that big. He, he tries. Yeah. But, yes, he's not all that big. 5'11", 188. Yeah. You know, he's, it's not his job. Yeah. Uh, but he does try. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. The effort is there. Um, 
Yeah, I like him a lot. I think he'll be a good Will Fuller, Deshaun Jackson type, um, where if you have a big body receiver already, um, he's going to get a lot of a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Um, easy, smooth mover. Um, I think he gets pretty – he's a pretty good route runner. Yeah. Like he's one of the guys, and this is why I have him so much higher than Hamler. Mm-hmm. He's and this is my final like big note was he's a receiver with speed. He's not a speed receiver. For sure. There's a difference. Yeah. This guy's a full on wide receiver. He just happens to be super duper fast. Yeah. He's not one of those guys that's like, yeah, run and what that's what Deshaun Jackson became. He used to be just like, I'm gonna outrun you down the yeah. field. And now now he's like, I can outrun you, but I can also Running out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And make you look foolish. Yeah. And he'll do those things. I think Ruggs is already there. Yeah. Um, he's pretty polished for me. Separator. Yeah. It, like, it's got, he need if you have a half step of, of hesitation, it's already too late. Yeah, you're gone. Like, it, it's one of those where it's like, you have to know before the play. Like, I saw one, it's a, it's a tight red zone play. He's in the slot. He just runs kind of a bendy out mm-hmm. to the back of the to the from the back of the end zone, kind of up and out, mm-hmm. and the safety just hesitates a tiny bit. It's like it's one of those where you kind of drop for a second. Yeah, um, both of your feet come out mm-hmm. and then you go. Yeah, that's all he needed, and it wasn't even close. He had four yards of separation. Yeah, that's all he needs, and that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, superstar ability. For sure. Uh, let's go to two. Yeah. All right. Two, Jerry Judy from Alabama. Okay. I have him with also mid-first, superstar ability. Um, he is a fantastic route runner. Uh, he's got great hands. Mm-hmm. He also not very physical. Uh, that's like the only downside that I had for him. Um and a comp for him is Reggie Wayne. I like that one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I have. He's my number one. Okay. Uh, he's one of the other guys. He one of my notes. Professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's explosive. Mm-hmm. Like he he gets going. I think he he. People always talk about oh he's such a good route runner and he's like like this and this. So I think he kind of gets forgotten. Like how athletic he is. Yeah. You know, he ran the same 40 time as C.D. Lamb and then out jumped him. Yeah. So I think he is more athletic than he's kind of being... Portrayed. Yeah, yeah portrayed as explosive. Uh, his routes are unreal. Yes. He is one of those guys that runs routes for the route with good timing, but he also does it in such a way... Like, he runs it off of the DB mm-hmm. without ruining timing. Yeah. Which is extremely hard to do. <laughs> I saw one. He was in the slot. It was just a comeback route, and the DB almost fell down. Yeah. Because all he had to do was sell the fact that he was running a go from mm-hmm. the seam, and he waited until the DB opened his hip yeah. and then broke it. Right. And the guy the guy had to put a hand down on the ground to, make, to stop himself from falling over. It was right. that good. Yeah. Um, and I value the reason I have him at one over a guy I'm sure we'll talk about 
is I just valued that. Being open all the time right. makes you a number one. And then um, the other thing I wrote was that in my final, so my, my final thoughts were he's open more often um, than the deep shot college scheme shows he is. Um, so he could benefit from that number one NFL check it down mentality, which is different. Right. Um, so basically wrapping that up, it's in the NFL, it's personnel over the scheme. Yeah. In college, it's scheme over personnel. Mm-hmm. So in college, quarterbacks tend to, if I'm in trouble, I'm throwing it deep. Right. I'm just going to take a shot. Yeah. And that's what they're taught. That's not bad. It's yeah. just a different in philosophy in the NFL. It's. Always know where your hot route is. Always know where your number one guy is. Yeah. And it's more based on the chemistry between you and your number one. Right. And I think Judy will benefit from that. When quarterbacks get in trouble, where is Jerry? Right. He's yeah. going to be open. Give him a shot. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I think he'll actually end up producing more in the NFL than he did in college. Yeah. And it's not like he was bad in college. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I really liked him a lot. I just think he's... He's going to be a pro's pro. Yeah. So. I like it. And on to my number one. C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma. Uh, Dude's a baller. Yeah. Hot dang. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's got some hands, too. Though his hands are crazy. I love his hands. Um, Doesn't have great long speed. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I don't think he He's got sustained, sustained speed. Yeah. Uh, he, he can make catches despite that though. Um, and I think that makes him contested catch guy, DeAndre Hopkins. Whoa, really? Okay. I don't think he's going to be DeAndre Hopkins, but I think he has very good hands. Not a big separation guy. Not a guy who's going not. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's, I have him as a mid first superstar ability. Um, I think he's yeah. That that's the this is the first one you said that I'm like I don't know really. I don't I don't think so because I think he's more of a separator than DeAndre. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins has seemed to actually lean into the fact that he can't separate. So right. He's just yeah. like I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. I'm actually going to try and stay close to you. Right. So nobody can you see. Foolish. Nobody yeah. can see like the chicken wing thing. Yeah. Like he's he he's leaned into to the fact that he needs to be close. To beat you. Yeah. Which is all well and good. Like, he's one yeah. of the best receivers in the NFL because of it. Right. But I don't see C.D. Lamb being that. I, mm-hmm. I mean, he's six, six two, under 200 pounds. So, I think he's going to end up being more versatile than DeAndre Hopkins is. Because I think he does have downfield ability. Yeah. Like, he, he's a pretty good route runner. Easy mover. I have a, he's just moving at a different speed than other people, it seems mm-hmm. to me. Um, like he knows what he's doing more than they do. Uh, a yak guy, like he's yeah. yards after catch. I, I really liked the way he protected the ball. There was one play, he was going to the end zone. So he's diving from you know the four or whatever, and he reaches the ball out like it's a half, like kind of a half reach, and then gets hit and realizes, and so he just brings it back in. Like I'm not going to get there, so I'm going to bring it back in so I don't fumble out of the end zone. Yeah. Anything bad like that happens. Like that awareness in the moment right, to like yeah. be diving, realize you're not going to make it and pull it back to protect the ball. Yeah. It was really impressive to me. He's a willing blocker. He's not great at it. Yeah. But, um, 
if he gets the opportunity, he'll pop. Mm -hmm. Like if he if he's coming in like those cracks, you know, quote unquote cracks yeah. that aren't actually cracks anymore. He'll take a shot at you. Yeah, which I, I really like. But yeah, he he tends to let the ball get into his body mm -hmm. um, on underneath stuff, which is weird. It's just kind of that one of weird. those lazy kind of things. Yeah. So I think he's got to clean that up. Um, I wrote little lackadaisical getting into routes, which is the first time I've actually ever written the word lackadaisical and realized don't know how it's spelled. I have no idea. I how assume that's it's CK, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I don't think I've ever actually written the word lackadaisical before. So that was a new one, new experience for me, which is fun. Um, and he needs, he needs to be more deliberate and a little bit more urgent in his routes. He okay. tends to like, he's such an easy mover. One of those guys who almost looks like he's not trying. Yeah. Um, and I think it sometimes he actually is not trying. Like, so, <laughs> sometimes he's just kind of running like, oh, he's trying to lull him to sleep. Right. Like, once I hit my step, I'm now I'm taking off. Mm -hmm. But it's it throws timing off a little bit. Okay. So, but I think that'll get cleaned up. Yeah. Pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, that's not like one of those things where it's like, oh, he needs coaching. No, it's just somebody be like, no, just do this instead. And he's like, oh, okay, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think it'll be really good. I have the top three. So C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, and Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Ruggs is like, they're almost like the, like each level of the pass game. Mm -hmm. There's like the deep pass game. That's Ruggs. Yeah. There's the intermediate. That's Judy. Yeah. And then there's the, the. You know, screen stuff and all that. I think that's going to be end up being C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Although C.D. Lamb, I think, can, he can cover all of them. So yeah. can Judy. Judy was actually, like, the a deep threat in 2018. Like, he was Alabama's deep threat. Yeah. And then he became their possession guy. Yeah. That's pretty Yeah, impressive. you can do it all. Yeah. And I think, I think C.D. Lamb can, too. Yeah, me too. Uh, I really like this receiver class. Me too. Especially... So where do you think... Let's go through at least your 12 mm -hmm. and give me the the tiers. Like, where's the drop-offs for you? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm already moving Brandon Ayuk out of my top five. Okay. Out of my top six. Okay. I'm moving him down to seven. Okay. No. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Uh, Actually, you know, first, let's recap our 12 okay. in order. Yeah. Go one to 12. Okay. This time. So, I went CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy... Uh, Henry Ruggs, Brandon Ayuk, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, K.J. Hamler, Michael Pittman, Denzel Mims, LaVisca Chenault, uh, Chase Claypool, and Jalen Rieger. Okay. Uh, and the reason I wanted us to do this because there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's a lot of talking. I yeah. just want people to try and get, a, get an order in their head. Yeah. Um, so when we get to the draft... They can be like, I've heard that name, and this is where I've heard he's going, he's roughly in, right, in yeah. league with it, with yeah. the people around him. Um, so at one, I have Jerry Judy. Two, C.D. Lamb. You have that flipped. Yep. Um, at two, C.D. Lamb. Three is Henry Ruggs. Justin Jefferson is four. At five, I have T. Higgins. At six, I have Michael Pittman from USC. At seven, I have Denzel Mims. At eight, Chase Claypool. Nine is LaVisca Chenault. Ten is Brandon Ayuk. And eleven, KJ Hamler. Okay, so now let's go through. 
Yeah. And tear them. Where's the fall? Just tell us where the fall off is. If it's, you know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, go by three. But, you know. Right, yeah. Where's the fall off between the So, I think that um, C.D. Lamb, Jerry, Judy, and Henry Ruggs are all in the top tier. Um, And I think uh, Justin Jefferson and T. Higgins are kind of real high in that tier two. Um, mm-hmm. along with Brennan Ayuk, um, like Michael Pittman in that tier two. Okay. Um, I think tier three is like KJ Hamler, Denzel Mims, LaVisca Chenault. Uh, I think Claypool is probably higher tier three. Um, and then you didn't have Jalen Rager, but yeah, he's not in tier three. <laughs> okay. Um, so the way I did it, uh, when I was watching it, I actually thought Justin Jefferson's in my tier one, right. he, he worked his way in and okay. I would have it, I would have tier one split into two tiers and have Henry Ruggs and Justin Jefferson in there. Yeah. yeah. So they're low tier one, Jerry, Judy, see the lamb high tier one. I, I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I've got Higgins at, in kind of his own tier, like right below it. Yeah. Uh, then I think there's a drop off. Now I, okay. I think yeah. after that there's a pretty big I, drop I agree. off yeah. to Michael Pittman, um, Denzel Mims, Chase Claypool. That's probably that group. Yeah. That's a pretty big drop off. Then For there's sure. a smaller drop off, but not insignificant. Yeah. To Lavisca Chenault, Brandon Ayuk, and KJ Hamler. So it's almost like established. In tier one, like, yeah. we're, we've got it and we're going to be good. Yeah. Almost no chance of, like, just flaming out completely. Yeah. T. Higgins, there's, like, very little chance. Yeah. Going to be a pro. Then there's the Michael Pittman, Chase Claypool, where it's, like, we're pros. How good are we actually going to be? Yeah. And then there's, I think, that last tier, which is, like, Brandon Ayuk, LaVisca Chenault, KJ Hamler. It's, like... There's a chance that we actually don't make it. Yeah. We could play our way out of the league. For sure. So that's kind of how I broke it down. Yeah. Um, That's how you guys should break it down listening. Yeah. Is just kind of think about it in that way. Um, That's the way we're doing it. But yeah. So there you go. And there's also receivers we didn't watch. So there could be guys like... I I have five more that I'm probably going to end up watching at some point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who's your 12... Jalen Rieger. He wasn't on there, so I'll add him. Maybe six more. Eh, don't even add him. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's, he's, he's good. I think you should add him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's named Isaiah Hodgins from Oregon State. Yeah. He's somebody I definitely want to watch because I've seen a little bit of him, and I think that's a guy I can't see not being, not getting his chance. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he'll definitely be a pro. Um, I just didn't watch his film. There are yeah. too many to watch. Yeah, there's Devin DuVernay from Texas. I think he's a guy that's yeah. not... Uh, speaking of Cordell Patterson, oh, he's yeah. a guy I could see being a Cordell Patterson type. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Michigan. He'll get drafted. I don't know if yeah. he'll stay in the league. I don't love it, but yeah, that's yeah. somebody who's probably lower tier. Yeah. I don't know. There's just a bunch of those guys. Who, For like, sure. We, this would be so long if we talked about all of them. <laughs> It would be longer than it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we're almost at an hour. So, right, I mean, you yeah. want to go two? 
Yeah, we could maybe talk those guys, <laughs> yeah. but uh, we don't want to do that. No, no thanks. Yeah. Um, okay, so there you go. A little bit about an interior offensive lineman. A lot about receivers. A lot about receivers. And you're going to continue to hear a lot about receivers. Yeah. And a little bit about interior offensive <laughs> linemen. Um, yeah. This is one of the first classes that I haven't been this year that I haven't been like, oh, this is top heavy. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's heavy people at the top, but it's not going to like tip over top heavy. Oh, no. It's it's pretty deep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I like... I like these classes, and I think the uh, I like the interior offensive line class too. I think it's going to be a bunch of contributors. Yeah, which, it, it'll who, be a bunch of steady starters that nobody's yeah. heard of. NFL teams love that. Yeah, you know why? They're good starters and they're cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, couple of good classes, a lot of good talk, um, and that's it for this week. Next week. I believe we talk, oh geez, we talk tight ends, which, decent class, and we talk the money people, we talk the edge guys, Oof. we talk some edge rushers, um, and that's what everybody, who doesn't love that? Yeah, man. You gotta be able to throw the ball, catch the ball, and get after the quarterback. Yeah. These guys do that. They sure do. Um, so next week will be edge guys and tight ends. The last thing we want to talk about, we want to promote our draft challenge. If you're listening to this, you are obviously super into the draft, as are we. So, mock your first round. Even just write its names and teams. That's all you got to do. It's not that hard. Mock your first round. Send it to us. Picture. You can uh, text it individually. Please don't do that. But, I mean, do it if that's the only way you're going to do it. But uh, send us a picture, and then you're done. All you have to do is then remember that thing, watch the draft, have a good time, and you might get some bragging rights, maybe a bold nonsense sticker or something. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? Yeah. It, you, people have laptops to stick it on there. Yeah, man. Everybody does that these days. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah, send us a draft challenge, and then uh, it's based on points for how close the pick is or the team all that kind of stuff don't do trades no you know we're not doing trades um unless like maybe you think they're gonna trade so you drop that guy intentionally to get the right team yeah you could do that yeah man i don't get into it as far into it as you want um but we're gonna do it we've got you know i know smooth from proper bold nonsense i know he's playing i'm gonna make him yeah uh we'll get a bunch of people and we want you, anybody listening who's remotely interested, just send us one. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, you got time at home. Yeah, man. Let's make one up and send it. You're not doing anything better with your life. Yeah. Come on. Who doesn't? Everybody loves the NFL. It rules everyone's life and it rules ours as well. Yeah. This is Drinking in the Draft. Thanks for listening to episode six Receivers and Interior Offensive Linemen. We will talk to you next week for edge rushers and tight ends. Everybody have a great week. Everybody stay safe. Everybody stay sane, and we'll see you later. Later.